The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 148. That's right. Boy, we're closing in on uh, 150, which uh, Uh I guess, should we celebrate that or something? What? Uh, Well, it's halfway to 200. So, you know, that's a big Yeah, I don't know. Let's have a barbecue. That's what we need to do. Let's have a goddamn barbecue. Well, I, (laughs) I, I, I meant, like, the show do something special. I mean, you can't what? have a barbecue with 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 the, with the audience through a podcast. <laughs> I mean, what? I, I didn't mean the audience. I meant us. We did all the work. Let's have a celebration. Woo! Yeah. Well, uh, I I, I suppose uh, we could yeah. do that. Uh, just uh, I cook it. Probably shouldn't say this on is. the show. <laughs> the audience will feel left out. Well, so. but um, yeah. Um, I don't eat meat. So. Oh, God, here we now, go. Stop that. You know, it's my dietary choices. Oh, that's God. just, you know, just, you know, FYI, you know, big deal. Well, you can, uh, you can eat the pork and beans. No, it's got pork oh, in it. Oh, God, damn it. Well. You just can't win with you. Uh, well, you, there's potato salad. You can no, have that. No, there's eggs in it, and eggs what? are stolen from chickens. Oh, and that's my cruel. God. I will not participate in that. Oh. Well, alright, Lefty. Uh, if we have a little barbecue, you don't you don't have to come. Uh, you see, I'm always being excluded and left out. It, it's discriminatory. You yourself, and Lefty. I, I, you leave yourself I am out. outraged and offended. And oh, God damn. I, you know, uh, I'll see you in court. Yeah, right well, now. I'm offended that you Refuse to partake of my cooking, sir. <laughs> well, uh, speaking Lord. of cooking, uh, uh, well, I get. Well, Lefty, you've been to Waffle House, huh? Because waffles, yeah. there, that's not going to kill anything, right? Yeah. So, uh, of course, last uh, episode we talked about the Waffle House uh, shooting, and of course, uh, James Shaw, who uh, stepped up to, f- to confront the guy and fought him and took the gun away from him and all that. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, even though, of course, he says he's not a hero, everyone else thinks he is, and me right, included. Right. But of course, a hero typically uh, doesn't see himself as a hero. But uh, well, uh, there no, you go, more uh, proof that he is. <laughs> but anyway, interestingly enough, uh, two days before this incident happened, uh, there was another incident what? at a Waffle House. Well, that's because of all the guns and violence. Fought back against uh, some thugs with guns. Well, uh, good for uh, this was April 19th in New Orleans, Louisiana. Two uh, men damn. entered a Waffle House a armed incident. with semi-automatic handguns at approximately 10.20 p.m. One of the men, Ernest Thomas, stood by the counter as a lookout while the other man jumped over it and demanded money from the cashier. Oh, my God. The other man also took $8 from a customer. What? <laughs> but when he approached another customer who happened to be armed, the customer what? drew his Fire on Oh, my God. Yeah. No, Prompting the thief no, to flee. Thomas what? then pointed his gun at the armed customer, what? who fired several shots. Oh. He later told police he believed he had hit Thomas. Good. Wait a minute. It, what? Who? Yeah, the customer fired at the uh, the, 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 the robber. 
Oh. Uh, anyway, Thomas fled to the white, uh, Chry- Chry- oh, the white Chrysler, where the other man was waiting, and they fled in the car. Later that night, the car arrived at an emergency room. A man was dropped off with gunshot wounds in his back. Oh, his that's not that right. Tom. He's that's not right. was arrested on one count of armed robbery yeah. and one count of attempted armed robbery and is in the hospital, according to the New Orleans Police Department. Well, how about that? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Because the, uh, one of the uh, talking points from the left was that, see, you don't need a good guy with a gun. You just need cool. to pull the gun away from the bad guy. Exactly. <laughs> Which is uh, uh, not an easy thing to do. But it's I'm the sure right Mr. thing Shaw to do. would let you know uh, and uh, what happened with him. But this guy was armed yeah. and uh, took care of business. So, yeah, oh, my God. Right. Uh, good for uh, this. Uh, well, we don't know his name. But, uh-huh. uh, good for him. Yeah. Now, wait a minute. Another hero, if you ask me. Well, right. I did ask you. You know, uh, this supposed alleged Robert was shot they in the back. Now, that's just, no, that's not heroic. What? Guns are not the answer. Yeah, They're just they are. not. And this is just the, the reason this isn't reported is that it's a bad narrative for America, and people what? shouldn't be looking at that. That they're all going to be like dealing in gun smoke and having shootouts at the OK Corral. Oh, what no, I mean, man. I mean, come on, that's just outrageous, and it's no, beastly, savage what? thinking, and it should not be allowed. Ah, uh, lefty, I thought savage was a forbidden word. No, no, don't stop. No, goddamn. Worrying about not starting? Goddamn it, lefty. When do you stop? Never. Never. Oh, well. Hashtag resist. Oh, God. <laughs> well, when will it Ah, uh, well, speaking Never. of Until the resistance. Until speech. Uh, oh, God, of course, that would be, be Democrats and Hillary that supporters. Uh, this brings up an interesting little encounter with the law between a Hillary Clinton fundraiser. And uh, a nice little video of this, and we can watch it while our audience listens to us watching it. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, so anyway, uh, Major Hillary Clinton fundraiser Karen Turner uh, berated New Jersey police uh, and attempted to use her position as a Port Authority Commissioner to intimidate them into giving her what she wants. And, uh, boy, uh, she promptly, after this release of this video, she... Uh, Resigned her her position as the commissioner. Oh, this that's week. terrible. That's. Uh, terrible. But anyway, no. on March thirty first, two officers pulled over a young man for violations that included driving an unregistered vehicle. Turner's well, daughter was a passenger in the car at the time of the ticketing. Well, see, the dash cam captures thing. entitled Turner throwing a yeah, temper tantrum on. after she fair. does not get her way. <laughs> so, yep. So anyway, Tip. she's a one of these yep. Washington lobbyists no. and what have you. And, uh, yep, yep. Just, you know, feels like she's the aristocracy. Yeah, so that's what they uh, think. Little piss out of the police no, 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 Come on. But anyway, hey, gang, let's watch the oh, video. No. Hi, I'm Karen Turner. Yeah, that's her. Hi, it's Nair. I'm a resident. Here you go. It's fine. We don't, I, don't, I don't need that. Okay, fine. It's I'm just Karen Turner. He's already right. being no, belligerent. I'm okay. I'm here as a concerned citizen See? and friend okay. of the mayor. And okay. been in Tennessee for 20 years. I take full responsibility for that. No, there you and go. See, no problem. The driver has all the information. He'll tell you. No, 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 no. I need to know. No, you don't need to know. Okay. What? And we're not involved here. You're picking them no, up. No, no, no. I'm involved. Trust okay. me. Well, I'm, I'm not going involved. to tell you. He's the driver of the automobile. He's over 18. That's all you need to know. Um. Okay. Okay. If you can. We don't need to see credentials. Okay. Okay. We've explained I, you already. A, you need a. Seems like it was over before she got there, sticking her nose where it don't belong. 
Oh, come on. She's a concerned citizen. That matters. Trying to call rank up, but she doesn't have it. I have no problem. Well, I think there's a problem. An unregistered vehicle. Okay, let's hear what is. Why were they pulled over? First of all, I just told you. Now don't call me Miss. I'm committed. Oh God! Well, that's her title. Why were they pulled over? Discriminating against her because of her gender. Why the driver with us? No, no. What? I need yes, to know. The car's getting towed now. Why is the car getting towed? Go ask him. No, no. I'm asking. You're the person who ordered it. And trust me. Miss, this does not involve you. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, it no, does. No. It does. It does. Because Man, I'm picking them up. I'm offering to take oh responsibility for them, and you can't even tell me the charges. I'm also an attorney. So That's I fine. think if you can't tell me, what is the problem? That's fine. Why is it such a difficult to just say why they're being pulled over and why the car's yes. being towed? Because everything has already been explained. I know, but I don't know. Why, why, do, you, why do you need to know? Because this is impacting me because I got four people who are coming back to my house, including people who live in New Haven attending <laughs> Yale Graduate School, a PhD student, and I don't know why it's so difficult to say what the problem is. This is impacting me. He, he already told you. I got to take four people. I'll, I'll be honest to be honest with you. Like, be frank you with you? Yeah, I want to know what the problem is. It's more of the way you just approached me and, the, and your demeanor. You know what? Okay. That's, I'm, I'm being honest I with you. I want to know why. I, I just don't appreciate your demeanor. I don't You're being appreciate your demeanor. Oh, my God. So I'm asking you, have, you this, a question which is not is being a, answered. But it doesn't need to be answered. It's irrelevant. Okay. You know what? If you'd like you to read wanna... my report, you can come down to the police department records on Monday, and you can get a copy of it. And you can't... I am under... Un... There is no... You have no it's right to know what's wasting their time. Yeah, I do. So, explain to me why. Because these are four people that I have You're to take responsibility. Why do you have to take responsibility? They're all adults. That's my daughter. <laughs> and she has, she's and a backseat passenger. She's a backseat passenger. And there's a she problem with you describing it because you don't feel confident. She's just making what, it worse. Why these people are being pulled over. Your daughter over has not been summoned. She was not the driver. This is not her vehicle. It's not your vehicle. I'm How sorry, are you but this is not going to be... If you have a problem explaining what oh, the problem God. is and why their car is being confiscated, then we have a problem. Why and trust me, I will be in with the commissioner of what? police of 10 o'clock. Oh, my God. If you can't even describe what so the problem is... She's threatening me. It's like, no. Because I'm not because of your demeanor. No, I came I'm in very no nicely. <laughs> okay. That was nice. I see when she's nasty. To tell you what I will be doing. But you can do whatever. Okay, <laughs> we've been. She's been. Friend, you, you just digging a hole, stuff. lady. Yep. You are here to pick them up. No. Okay. Okay. It's going to be a report. Yep. The driver be has been advised. There you go. Leave. Okay. I was there for your graduation when you guys came in in the camp, and it wasn't that long what ago. What graduation? What are you talking about? <laughs> Stop well, it's not Thank you very much, Zidinski and Catherine. Thank you for have your nice information day. and help. You know what? I hope you have a really nice holiday weekend, too, because you just ruined it for oh, a lot God. of people. Oh, God. Oh, God. Well, yeah, you did. Come on. Yeah, you did. I, I would just this hope you being a commissioner, that you would understand you the job police officers have to do. But. There is no 
You see? Just, just, just tell her what the deal is. You don't have the decency. There ain't none of your business, Lefty. That is me. So what? The problem, feeding it. I'm going to the store. Toxic masculinity is what you're seeing here. Meanwhile, she's wasting their time. Yeah, but she was there. She knows what happened. Beginning. It's driving an unregistered vehicle. And that's shocking. It's shocking that you can't even give me a sense. I think no. we should conclude this. I will. Just for safety absolutely. reasons, this is a high-speed road. I think we should all get off of the road. It's you a little bit dangerous for us being so out here sorry. as long as we were Thank anyway. Thank you for your concern with my safety. Okay. I don't need it. You can't put a sentence together. Sorry. Okay. That's that. And you are a disappointment. And you are just following him. So you are also a you, you, you can't apparently this idiot has never heard of the dash cam. No, no. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Come on. There she is for all you the world to see. Dumbass. You may not tell that me thing. when to take my child. You may shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes, she's very she disappointed in that. Yeah, well, you don't have your cuffy position anymore. As long as you got all the information right. I got all your information. Okay. And we got right. yours. You can't put a sentence together. That's shameful. <laughs> okay. That's shameful. Have a pleasant uh, weekend. You have a wonderful all right. weekend. You're going to... Oh, man. This that is, is good stuff. Yep. Uh, no, no, typical, no. typical. Hillary. Because you don't have any respect for a mother who is concerned about her child. Uh-huh. And that's what this is about. It's just, oh. it's appalling, really. I, you know, speaking of disappointment, I'm disappointed in the both of you. I just told Big you. Big deal. I don't want your approval. Well, good, because you're never going to get it. 
Well, uh, speaking of uh, caring about kids and whatnot, uh, there was a little bit of a scandal at a Virginia high school where ninth graders were shown a an explicit video. Oh my God! <laughs> discussing uh, sexual pleasure for men, uh, discussed blowjobs, sex toys, oh. and male G spot. Mm, yes. Well, uh, this was shown again to ninth graders. Uh, it well, was uh, sponsored uh, by did. Sexual Assault Resource Agency. A good organization. Um, I, I, I don't know why sex toys uh, comes into uh, well, uh, sexual assault. If they're misused, uh, but, uh, well, yeah. But anyway, uh, this was a video by YouTuber Lacey Green Ooh. that they showed. Now. Keep in mind, this isn't Lacey Green's fault. Uh, she just produces her videos. Well, thanks for but, that. But uh, this organization and the school decided, hey, this will be cool to uh, show to our ninth graders. So and what? so, well, let's take a look. Oh, hi, babes. You may remember oh, that a while ago I did a bird. video about how to yeah. help a partner with a vagina or women to orgasm. And this time, yeah. because I'm all about equality, I'm going to talk about penis pleasure and how to there help a male partner. But before we dive in, I wanted to say thanks to adamandeve.com who partnered with me on this video. They've offered y'all 50% off an item at their store plus free shipping if you use promo code Lacey. Just company. like vaginas, oh, it's yeah. important to understand how male pleasure anatomy works. So let's talk about it. Most of the nerve endings in the well, penis are concentrated know. in the head or the glands. Yeah, this is relevant because so sometimes y'all will email me like, right. I really want to give my boyfriend an awesome blowjob, and every time I do, I feel like I'm going to throw up. Which is like, whoa, Ugh. we just went from blowjobs to vomit really fast. I think yeah, the see, idea people that need you need to know this stuff. put a penis in your lungs in, in order to give grade. your partner pleasure is an expectation and idea that comes from porn, and it's simply not true. So on the tip of the penis, there are two hot spots to One is the corona, that. which is well, that little ridge around who, the head. And the second is before. the frenulum, which is the little patch of skin Believe on the underside of the penis, Head. For folks who are intact, who are uncircumcised, oh they have their foreskin. Foreskin is another pleasure center on the penis. This piece of skin, it provides See, natural this protection. Is it has She's about nerve endings. You know, biological and particularly when you pull the foreskin very gently over the head of the penis, What's wrong with the corona and the frenulum, it can produce a very pleasurable sensation, or so I hear. I don't have a penis. For those who are circumcised, well, the bad news is not. that circumcision does damage <sighs> nerve endings and the pleasurable function of the foreskin. The good news is that you can still stimulate those hot spots with your hands, with your mouth, or with toys yep. for everyone, but particularly for those who are circumcised, adding a little bit of lubrication during hand play or during oral can increase the sensation. When it comes to pressure and speed, I have my usual response. Ask your partner. Everyone's different. And you know, the penis is basically like a large clitoris, so all my tips in the other video about well, yeah, clitoris stimulation still have applications and on a lot penis. of men Very important question. see themselves as women what see a penis is it's just a really big clitoris figured out by now oh, that, that is a very sensitive body part and you don't want to go slapping it around but with all that sensitivity you can well, create pleasurable sensations as well some people like their balls licked or sucked or oh, touched yeah. or put a vibrator to them oh, I mean yeah. there's all kinds of things you can do so oh. as usual communicate with your partner and figure out what feels good. Now, oh, underneath yeah. the balls, just before the anus, you'll find a little patch up. of skin. Oh, my that God. is called the perineum. Sometimes this area is sensitive to pressure and lubricated touch. 
Hey, you're my neighbors. If only they knew I was about to talk about butts with the internet. Because your butt can be a wonderful source of pleasure as well. Especially oh, yeah. if you have a penis. The anus, just the outside, has a lot of nerve endings. So that oh, can be great. And on the inside of the butt, you'll find the prostate, aka the male G-spot. The prostate is what? a gland. It's involved in producing huh. semen. And it sits at the very root, the base of the penis. It's about this big, and it swells during the You want to make sure that your partner's already pretty aroused before doing the prostate stuff. You want to make sure to use food because the butts don't produce any of their own lubrication. And you also want to make sure that your partner is ready and that they invite you in. You can stimulate a prostate with another penis with fingers or with toys like the prostate. Just make sure that whatever it is you put in there that it has a flared base so that it doesn't get stuck. Like, you know this guy or this guy every year 3,000 oh. some people end up in an emergency room because they put stuff in their butt that doesn't have a flare base well Don't there you go that's now, the now, why would you want to experiment with the main answer is that this, this is type of pleasure this type you know of stimulation is distinct from the penis. Shoved up it's the on butt, the inside of the body out. as opposed to on the outside. Prostate orgasm was once described to me as an intense full body orgasm that sends wave after wave throughout my whole body. Quite the endorsement oh, there. Wow. So if you're curious, yeah, you can experiment on your own or with a partner. If you're going oh. down with it, of course. Some people are just not comfortable with blood with stuff. And that's that's right. perfectly okay. In my bonus video, <laughs> down below, I'm going to talk more about the penis, penis and prostate pressure. So check it out. And thanks again to AdamNick.com for supporting my channel and sex ed on Dude, YouTube. I'll put all that promo info down below. Stay you know, safe, what it have was. fun out there, it and was. I'll see you next time. A bunch of, you know, all right, I'm out. I gotta go. I can't, can't take this handle. no more. It, the world's going see? to hell. I rest my cakes. Yeah, well, uh, so the school decided to pull the video. Oh, and, man, that's uh, unfortunate. The parents were outraged when they uh, found out about it and uh, all this sort of stuff. Trump, uh, it appears the teacher in the sex ed class Small approved this. Loud and group. So I don't know if they'll take action against the uh, teacher or, or, oh, or was it sex ed or physical education. It was like a PE class or whatever. But anyway, oh, uh, so there you go. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Why? Stick <laughs> blow to the jobs and anal sex taught so? in school. There you go. Uh, but uh, let's hope they're able to read uh, their diplomas when they graduate. But if they don't, they'll know how to give a good blow job. Oh, no, you got to uh, trivialize and make a mockery for, of, uh, of science. Uh, the uh, science. sexual assault resource agency. Well, <laughs> and this Virginia high school. People don't understand what a blowjob is. They might not understand it's being done against their will. Oh, yeah. Well, oh. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, sexual uh, inappropriate matters, uh, NBC News is in trouble again what? because uh, allegations have now surfaced against former anchorman Tom Brokaw. Yes. Oh, no. It appears Tom Brokaw. Uh, got frisky, especially with, uh, I believe her name was Linda Vester. Oh, uh, come on. Oh, yeah, I remember her. She was a correspondent. Uh, I don't know what she does now. But anyway, uh, yeah, he kept grabbing her and tickling her. Oh, and no, come on. The room and stuff. That kid, who, who's saying this? Well, besides Vester herself, uh, this is a report from the Washington Post. So, um, Linda Vester, a former NBC correspondent, told the Post... That legendary anchor Tom Brokaw made unwanted advances toward her on two occasions in the 1990s, including a forcible attempt to kiss her. Oh, Best no. was in her 20s and did not file a complaint. Oh, Brokaw denying anything untoward happened with Vester. 
I oh. met with Linda Vester on, on oh, two now, occasions. Oh, cut that out. Both at her request 23 years ago. Oh. Because she wanted advice with respect to her career at NBC. He said in the statement issued by NBC, See? the meetings were brief, cordial, and appropriate. And despite Linda's allegation, I made no romantic overtures toward her at the time or any other. I'll see you tomorrow night. See? It was all very edited. Vester, who was 28 at the time of the alleged incidents, spoke, uh, recently spoke with Variety in an interview that was published on Thursday. She stated that in 1993, having been made an NBC correspondent, she was assigned to cover Pope John Paul's trip to Denver. In the conference room, she said, I'm standing there, and Tom Brokaw enters through the door and grabs me from behind and proceeds to uh, tickle me up and down my waist. Oh, well, he's I jumped playful. Foot, and I looked at a guy who was the senior editor of Nightly, uh, the NBC Nightly News yeah, show. Yeah, I know. I still and watch And his it. jaw was hanging open. <laughs> well. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, nobody acted like that. Uh, nobody acted like anything was wrong. Uh, but I was humiliated. I didn't know Brokaw other than to say hello in the hall. He was the most powerful man at the network, and I was the most junior person, reporting for an entirely different show. It was really out of the blue. Well, Vester continued that she just, remembered just, just, when Brokaw assaulted her in 1994. What? Vester alleged uh, that she was in New York, sitting at a desk, when Brokaw sent her a computer message asking her what she was doing that night. She oh, said right. she answered... She had checked out of her hotel and was going to catch the latest shuttle back to D.C. before the snowstorm. Vester claimed Brokaw said it wasn't a good idea, that he uh, asked her about staying in New York to have drinks, then wrote a second message that said, Nah, not too risky. What's Vester that said, to be? At this point, my antenna went up. I was trying to use humor to signal that I was not interested in whatever he was suggesting, so I wrote, I only drink milk and cookies. It was the only thing I could think of at the moment, hoping it would jolt him into realizing that this was inappropriate, and I was nearly 30 years younger than him. Well, then I wrote a line that tried more here. pointedly to make him aware that what he was doing was questionable. This, in my journal, I said, There's nothing I would like more than a great chat with someone I admire, but if appearances are a concern, that's valid. Well, see, that, that should be the end. Mr. claimed she was scared. So she called oh, her best on. friend, a producer in the Washington Bureau, well, and told her what was going on. The friend said, he's hitting on you, and you've got to what? get out of the situation. Vester claimed yeah, she now. missed her flight, returned to the, the, the Essex house, checked in, where she got a call from Brokaw that he was coming over to order milk and cookies. Oh, oh, Vester no. said, I felt powerless to say no. He could ruin my career. Well. I don't recall saying, okay, I just remember being frozen. I went cold inside and started shaking, and I felt trapped because he was undeterred by anything I had said before. I was <laughs> It wasn't a request. He was insistent. I called my friend again, and I was scared out of my mind. He said, okay, I'm going to stay on the phone with you, and let's hope he changes his mind and doesn't show up. About 30 minutes later, there was a knock at the door. She and I both realized that it was Tom. I started shaking. Vester alleges that after she opened the door and Brokaw entered the room and sat down on the sofa, Vester said she asked, What do you want from me? She claimed he said, An affair of more than a passing affection. Oh, God. Vester said she stammered, But 
you're married and I'm Catholic. Uh, Brokaw responded, don't tell me you're like Tim Rothard. What? Vestra said she sat down on the sofa and grabbed a throw pillow, then mentioned a sexual harassment case. She said Brokaw leaned over and pressed a finger to her lips, saying, Oh, my God. This is our compact. Oh, my God. Vestra continued, He grabbed me behind my neck and tried to force me to kiss him. I was shocked to feel the amount of force and his full strength on me. I could smell alcohol in his breath, but he was totally sober. He spoke clearly. He was in control of his faculties. (laughs) Well, Well, Tom Brokaw never spoke clearly, but anyway. I broke away and stood up and said, Tom, I do not want to do this with you. If I did, I would leave for London with a loss of innocence, and I don't want to go down that road. I had just been promoted to foreign correspondent in the London Bureau. He sat there for what felt like minutes, and he finally said, I guess I should go. I said, yeah. And he got up and tried to kiss me again. Oh, All Tom. the way out as he laughed. How could you? Man. Uh, Vester no. spoke of a similar incident in 1995 in London in which she alleges that Brokaw tried to force her to kiss him. Another woman who spoke on the condition of anonymity also told the Post that Brokaw acted inappropriately toward her in the 90s when she was a young production assistant and he was an anchor. Oh, God. He said, no such incident happened. See? We don't know anything about this. Boy. Oh, boy. Uh, NBC, you know, and you throw those stones in the what? glass. No, house, no, huh? no. Yeah. NBC is a legitimate, excellent news uh, organization. And just because there's a few bad apples doesn't mean anything. And besides, it's all stories, and you don't know what happened at all. I mean, you weren't there. But Lefty, you're supposed to always believe the woman. Well, of course, exactly. Well, then... I guess Tom Brokaw's guilty here. No, you never heard me yeah, say that. Well, uh, this on top of, uh, of course, uh, Matt Lauer going down and uh, well, what's that guy, Halpern. And then uh, uh, no. uh, also this week, uh, Joy Reid uh, with her homophobic statements oh, on her uh, blog in the just, past it, coming back she was up. Afraid. And her claiming that it was all uh, some sort of uh, conspiracy to yes. fight with a hacker, I guess a Russian hacker. Could be. <laughs> uh Somehow managed to go into uh, the archive well, <laughs> and plant uh, this blog post. Uh, and uh, apparently timestamp it as well. Uh, in, uh, frame. Uh, now, she's got the FBI involved in on this. Well, see, there you the go. the problem here serious. is uh, involving the FBI when you know there's no actual crime uh, is a crime. Uh, and, well... Uh, Boy, uh, uh, it, it it might be time to give Joy Reid the boot. No! But uh, we'll see, won't we? Yeah. No, we won't. This this is just more <laughs> character assassination. Char- oh, right. character assassination, yeah. Well, uh, I seriously doubt that this was a hacking. I don't think anyone believes that story. And uh, th- that's enough about Russian bots. Uh, no, I mean, no. Bad. It's bad. Uh, that, that's absurd. No, you wish. You'd better take it very seriously because they're attacking our democracy. Well, the uh, House Committee uh, looking into that Russian collusion story found that there was... No collusion. No, so there you go. There's no real evidence of it. Republicans doing uh, that. It's all based oh, on an no. idiot uh, <laughs> steel <laughs> dossier, <laughs> and uh, that which uh, was fraudulent and uh, <laughs> information gathered from Russian sources. So if there was any collusion with Russians, it was on the Clinton campaign. So and remind you, need I that uh, collusion in and of itself is not a crime uh, if they were dealing in stolen emails and whatnot and that sort of thing then they would be in trouble. But this in and of itself just isn't. And there's no evidence whatsoever that any of these stupid memes and uh, accounts that Russians had 
during the campaign had any real effect on the outcome. All lies, lies. But let's waste the money anyway. They might find some sort of tax problems here on the bank fraud deal with Cohen, which has nothing to do with the campaign whatsoever. Oh, it did. He was his lawyer. Certainly not with Russian collusion and treason. So they might be able to do that. And so there you go. But so far... I'm not seeing anything. It's because you're not looking, because you don't want to know the truth. Yeah, well, uh, you know, recent interviews with Comey on his stupid book tour and it's not snoozing with Hollywood people. So uh, when it came to the actual questions, he didn't have anything. Yes, he did. I mean, he's he sitting there claiming, oh, when he leaks, it's not a leak, because he says weird. it's not a leak. That, that, that's just ridiculous. No. Uh, I mean, this he's just like that. What's her name? Karen Turner woman who thinks he's oh, got special God, privileges and, and the rest of us don't. And then he's sitting there saying, huh, I looked at those text messages between Peter Strzok and uh, Lisa who? Page. And his mistress, uh, And I didn't see any conflicts or bias there. So <laughs> all they talk about is how much they hated Trump. So well, that just means they're normal. That is a bias. <laughs> and then they were talking about ways of it's sabotaging him right. and getting rid of him. It's going to be a right. This is ridiculous. No, it's and, not. Uh, the idea that he's supposed to be the smart guy in all he this. Is. Boy, that's not adding up. What? And uh, boy, enough of this. No. Just, good God. He needs to shut up and go away, and he probably should get a lawyer himself. Oh, my God. Trump should get a lawyer, but he can't because the FBI raided his office. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kanye West apparently has taken the red pill, supports Trump, loves Candace Owens, and the list goes on as uh, another rapper named Chance, who I'm not familiar with, and then even Matthew McConaughey was saying that it's wrong to attack the Second Amendment. So, uh, boy, what an interesting week it's been. Peace in North Korea. horrible. (laughs) Or the Korean Peninsula, rather. Oh, please, Um, that's not. That's nothing. That's Smoking uh, that site that he said, hey, we're not going to use it anymore. It was on the verge of collapse anyway. Exactly. But nevertheless, Thank the you. meeting is historic and the moves going around. Plus, it's interesting that he had to make that trip to China recently. Yeah, uh, so probably right. being taken to the woodshed. Uh, we don't know, but uh, things are afoot. And it's very interesting. And so far, looks positive. No, for, no, 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 no. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> Why, this is Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe, Chapter 1, as ripped by yours truly. <laughs> Slow down a minute, is what? Oh, just think of it as Mr. Nelson. Oh, yeah, yeah, Flash Gordon. Yes, you've probably seen some of these before, as several of this serial have been at the beginning of many of the other movies that I've ripped at my self-eyes store. Yes, but of course, full films are $1.75. But if all you want to do is see Flash Gordon, well, you can do that too. And only for 90 cents. Oh, man, that sounds like a sweet deal. Yes, yes it is. Right now you can head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's just that simple. And there you'll find Chapter 1 of Flash Gordon. Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe, Chapter 1. Yes, in Chapter 1, Flash tries to stop main spaceship from pissing all over the Earth. Wait, What? (laughs) 
Well, not exactly. But of course, that's a typical nail-set interpretation of all these crappy old films. Yes, so without further ado, I must give you warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. <laughs> you mean like fart noises and daughter flashes? <laughs> Yes, along with inappropriate laugh tracks, cartoon sound effects, and public domain music from such sources as Kevin MacLeod. It's all there for you if we're only 90 cents. Oh man, we're gonna get it again? <laughs> well, you head over to the Nelson Theater Store at Selfie.com. Selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. Nelson Theater is a proud sponsor of the Mr. Nelson Show. Because if Mr. Nelson doesn't sponsor the Mr. Nelson Show, who will? On my next program, my guests will include comedian Louis C.K. as we discuss the conundrum of a scenario that involves sexual assault. Can it really be sexual assault if you're asking women to watch you molest yourself. My second guest will be the former Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein. And uh, what exactly is meant by the phrase, you knew what this was. And finally, in the political realm, Senator Al Franken will join me in a discussion on the perverted depravity of the GOP. That's next time on the Charlie Rose program. And yes, I will be nude. Uh, and the question on that simply is, what are we going to do about this? That's next time on The Charlie Rose Show. The Charlie Rose Show is currently without a home. If you are interested in The Charlie Rose Show being a part of your network or platform, please contact Charlie Rose and send your female representatives to his room where we're sure something can be worked out. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. And now, it's time for The Good Doctor. Previously on The Good Doctor. Jane Good finalized her divorce from Dr. Philgood, and despite having a lesbian relationship with Salad Green and then Mabel Fable, she suddenly has sexual intercourse with her attorney, Salmon Spawn, who is a man. Meanwhile, Dr. Philgood has discovered that he is in actuality the superhero Dr. Deja Vu. He sought out Dick Boner, who is now being held in a padded cell in the Creepington Clinic, and confronted him with this knowledge and demanded to know more from said Dick Boner. Meanwhile, Linoleum Walker, who is in reality the superhero All-Seeing Eye, was arrested by the police and is now being interrogated by Detective Anvil O'Hammer. I don't care how slick Sam and Spawn is, there's no way he can save your ass now, Walker. He doesn't want to, and it doesn't matter, since you're going to release me. But the real culprit here is my ex-attorney, among others. And if you'll accompany me from this station, I'll prove who the guilty really are, and solve everything. I mean, come on, Anvil. 
Don't you want to bust the man who seduced your wife? <sighs> All right, Walker. I'll admit it, you got my attention. This better be good. You ever notice how uh, Sam and Spawn never takes his sunglasses off, even at night? Well, that's not to hide a drug habit. No, no. The truth is, he doesn't have human eyes. Because he's an alien from Mars. Same thing with his girlfriend, Gentle Mental. Uh, but she's not from Mars, she's from Venus. They've been engaged in a plot to, to ruin the lives of superheroes. And they got the drop on us, and time warped the whole damn planet. Yeah, but now they're working on some kind of plot to take over the whole shebang. I'm not quite sure how it works or what it is, but guaranteed they're up to no good. Oh, God damn it. That is the lamest attempt at trying to get out of jail time with an insanity plea I've ever heard, Walker. Huh? Uh, God damn it. Uh, Stop wasting my time. Super no, heroes and aliens. Get out of here with that crap. Well, then you might as well get out of here, too, Hammer, because guess what? You don't believe in superheroes? That's funny, because you are one! What? What? Get off me, Walker! Suddenly, Lillian Walker rips open Anvil Hammer's shirt, revealing that he is indeed wearing superhero tights under his clothes. Anvil Hammer, in shocked disbelief, stares down at his chest to see the symbol emblazoned upon it, the very symbol of the superhero Peacekeeper, one of the founding members, along with the all-seeing eye, of the Actioneers. And suddenly, a flood of memories invade his brain. Meanwhile, across town, back at the Hanging Bottom Mansion, where Misty Hanging Bottom arrives to fight Heap for the estate. Heap! Heap! Where are you, Heap? We're gonna deal with this right now! Suddenly, she wanders into the living room, where she sees what appears to be Horace Flop crouched over the prostrate form of Heat Pile, who is lying in a pool of his own blood while apparently Horace Flop is cutting his head open. Did you think this would fool me, old man? <laughs> Did you think you could hide in there from me? Mm, well, guess who knew right where to look? You see... I've always known a thing or two about skulls. <laughs> Horace? Ah, oh, glory hole. No, I'm afraid Horace is no longer with us. I'm called the Smiling Skull. <laughs> At the sight of Horace, who is now in painted face makeup to make his face look like that of a skull, suddenly triggers deep memories locked inside Misty Hangingbottom. Memories she didn't know she had, but now seem more familiar than anything she's ever known. I... I'm Venus Americana! And just like that, Misty does indeed remember that she was once the patriotic superheroine Venus Americana! And just as quickly, as her superhero self kicks in and kicks the skull into sleepy land. Yeah! Oh! But still, nothing answers the questions now filling her mind. What happened? How'd she end up here? But the answers lie in the pile of bloody gray matter on the floor. But fortunately, there may be other sources of answers 
such as Creepington Clinic, where we find Doctors Deja Vu and Dick Boner. Freed from his cell, Dr. Boner agrees to take the good doctor to see the mysterious Patient X. I was never allowed to see Patient X, but I suspected he must be down here since Spawn had these rooms built. So, Salmon Spawn controls the hanging bottom fortune now? <sighs> no, Phil. I told you. They transplanted Victor's brain into that heap pile guy. I know it's hard to believe, but it worked. That's why Victor's will left almost everything to pile, because he was really leaving it all to himself. He's deep into this. He knows all about the brainwashing and sex experiments. S sex experiments? Greetings, gentlemen. I've been expecting you. What? You? Who is the mysterious Patient X? Well, find out in the next exciting episode of... The Good Doctor. The Good Doctor is a Nelson production, written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Incidental music is provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. Okay, it's time to shut this thing down, but first... I'll talk a little bit about movies. Yes, the Avengers Affinity War movie is out. No, I have not seen it. As I've said before, I wait probably about four weeks. <laughs> the fourth week the movie's out before I'll go see it. Uh, typically because I can't stand people and their phones in the goddamn theater. You can't concentrate on the movie with that going on. Uh, even when I go late, there's always like one or two who still does it, but it's not as bad when it's a packed crowd and all that. So, uh, hopefully I, it won't get spoiled for me, but boy, that's unlikely. Uh, but again, one can hope. Another movie I missed, ugh, um, because, uh, uh, this schedule and things are busy as I'm winding down the ranch and all that. Um. Uh, was the uh, Chappaquiddick movie. Of course, I will be getting the Blu-ray. The film is fascinating alone in that it was ever made because you rarely see a movie that tackles uh, any luminaries of the left or the Democratic Party. Uh, so it should be no surprise that the movie doesn't get made till after Ted Kennedy is dead and uh, 50 years after the event. Of course, this refers to uh, Chappaquiddick, the place where Ted Kennedy was a young senator out there and uh, had been to uh, a party with friends and uh, rode home and with uh, Mary Jo Kopechny was one of these uh, assistants or staff members of the campaign and what have you. And uh, the car went off this bridge. Uh, somehow Ken Kennedy gets out, but she doesn't. She dies in the car and oh my God, it's all terrible. And he tells this story, and it's this bizarre series of events that makes no sense at all, uh, explaining uh, how this worked out, and it makes him look even worse uh, than if he had just told the damn truth, <laughs> which I suspect is not the story, the official story you get about him. Uh, he blanks out and can't remember how he got out of the car. <laughs> That's not believable. Uh, and then, oh, he goes to get his friends, uh, but he's in shock for several hours, apparently. There were several houses. He just passes by, doesn't get anyone to get help, uh, gets his friends, calls his lawyer, <laughs> all this stuff before it's reported. 
oh boy, and then he gets off. It's all covered up for him. He time served is kind of nonsense because he failed to report it. Plus, uh, a lot of believability that she could have been saved if it had been reported sooner. Uh, she did not drown. She asphyxiated because the air pocket, she breathed all the air while she was stuck in there. So, yeah, could have been saved if it had been reported. Now, gee, is that how heartless and evil Ted Kennedy is? Well, in some ways, yes, but it just boggles the mind that he would go to that extent. Uh, of course, he didn't want to tell the real story because he would have to admit that he was up to no good with this woman. Uh, he's a married man and all that sort of thing, and he wants to be president and all that. Well, uh, there's another film. It's a bit old. Uh, some time ago, it was done by the BBC. Uh, it's called Chappaquiddick. Uh, you can see it on YouTube, uh, Chappaquiddick, a documentary uh, narrated by Ian Holm, uh, the actor. And you can that's usually how it's titled, and you can look it up and see it. But it posits this interesting theory about what could have happened in the sense that Kennedy himself was not in the car when it went off the bridge. The scenario is basically that they're making out and stuff in the car, and then the sheriff's deputy shows up, and Kennedy wants to get out of there in a hurry. He doesn't want to be... Uh, spotted with this girl and everything. He's like, oh, God. So uh, he tells her to drive the car back to the hotel, and he'll walk the way to it, and that way they can't be caught or anything, and they'll be separate, and there won't be any you know, uh, rumors or what have you, all that stuff. So he does this. Uh, she drives the car, and it goes off. Now, the thing about Kopechny, uh she had only driven one vehicle, and that was like a Volkswagen Beetle. It's a small car. Kennedy's car is a lot larger. Um, you'd have to assume she's had some drinks, whatnot, that sort of thing. And she goes off the bridge. It's dark. She's unfamiliar with the place, not as well as Kennedy was. And it goes off, and she's trapped in there, and she dies. Meanwhile, Kennedy has walked back to his, his hotel room, goes to bed. Uh, this corresponds with uh, descriptions of the night man or night watchman, what have you, the guy at the clerk at the desk sees him. They have a little small talk and he goes upstairs to go to bed or what have you. And he's bone dry. He claims he swam to the hotel after he and his friends tried to save Mary Joe in his official story. Uh, he goes up there next morning. He's chatting it up with people and stuff. Then his handlers show up to him. And apparently at that point, according to this theory, is when he learned of what happened to Mary Jo Kopechny. He doesn't know that the car's in the water. His attitude changed immediately. His face goes ashen and all this stuff. And these are accounts of people who met with him and saw this and are like, well, what's going on? And then later on, of course, the story comes out. So it's an interesting thing. It goes more into depth and uh, has more of the facts that corresponds with it and makes more sense uh, on this scenario than it does with his official story about what happened. So do check that out. It's free on YouTube, so you can check that out. I highly recommend it. And uh, it's a pretty fascinating little tidbit there. But either way, uh, Ted Kennedy, of course, was a complete asshole. <laughs> and uh, there's, there's even more than just that. <laughs> but that alone, uh, anybody else, uh, and especially a Republican, good Lord, a Republican would probably have to go to prison. Uh, it's over. But when you're royalty and your political class privileges and a Democrat, boy, that's gold. That's gold. That's a get-out-of-jail-free card if ever there was one. So, so yeah, Chappaquiddick, check that out. Oh, and one more little tidbit that just came up while I'm taping this. 
uh, well, the Cloverfield, which I liked, I'm fascinated by the concept and the idea. I like the original movie. The second movie has some interesting moments in it. The ending is pretty bad, and it doesn't. It's not as strong as the first one. The third one is awful. The Cloverfield Paradox that Netflix put out. Uh, it, no, <laughs> the concept's interesting. Could have, should have been something there. But basically, I think what it is is there's a bunch of scripts sitting in a drawer over at Bad Robot, J.J. Abrams' company. And they just say, hey, what about this? And they just rework it to fit in with the Cloverfield story. So some people thought the Quiet Place movie was, it's not. But it it could have been worked into it if you wanted to. Uh, but meanwhile, there was an, another bad robot production movie called Overlord, which involves uh, uh, World War II and some kind of supernatural and sci-fi going-ons with uh, the Nazis and this sort of thing. So it was rumored that this would be a follow-up to the Cloverfield story, especially since the third one opened up the possibility that all kind of weird things could happen over time, all over the place, even though it happened in this future point. It spreads out across the time-space continuum, if you will. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I can't explain it this shortly. But turns out Overlord will not be a part of the Cloverfield story. Uh, so that comes from J.J. Abrams himself. There is, however, another movie which he says will be a direct sequel to the original, which is unusual. The other two films are not direct sequels. They are connected, but they're not directly to that first movie. So, uh, so there you go. It's a little strange how that works out, and some suspect that maybe Overlord was supposed to be a part of it, but after the bad reception of Paradox, they kind of changed that around. And also the idea Overlord having connection with it might have hurt the movie. So maybe Overlord will do better on its own. So we'll see. But it's an interesting thing. And the Cloverfield thing has always been kind of weird. The marketing for it has been unusual. And that's kind of part of its uh, charm. But it's quickly evaporating because the movies seem to be getting worse as you go forward. So that's too bad, but uh, uh, we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, running over time here. Thank you for listening and watching. Do check out my many stores that have plenty of goodies for you. Check out my channel on YouTube and BitChute, and we'll do this again next Wednesday. Good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. Probably figured out by now that that is a very sensitive body part and you don't want to go slapping it around.